you should consider taking at least an hour a week to explore new ways to lead others and continue to work on the craft of leadership. Let's say I said that to you. You will say, if you are like most people, in your head, right, dude? I don't have an extra hour a week. Hi, and you just entered the Leadership Gym. I'm Randy Hall. I'm an executive coach and leadership consultant. And this is the place where we work on our ability to lead our team, lead our business, and yes, lead ourselves. If you are looking to improve your capabilities as a leader, you are in the right spot. And thanks for being here. I know your time is precious. I know that you have a choice where you put it. And boy, there's a whole lot of times in our life when we feel like we don't have a choice about how we spend our time. Things are done to us. Life happens to us and we have to go do certain things, or at least that's the predominant thought we have in our head. I have to go spend time here. But this is a choice you're making. It's a time that you are trading for what I hope is value in terms of what you do next, value in terms of the success and the happiness that you have in your world as you lead yourself and others. And so I really do appreciate you making the choice to spend your time here with me for this information. Today, we are going to talk about that very thing, thoughts you have and thoughts you choose. Lots of our thoughts simply come to us. We didn't ask for them. We certainly conditioned ourselves to have them, but we never consciously decided they were the ones we want to have. And then we have thoughts we choose, thoughts we purposely put into our brain to cause us to consider new possibilities, do new things, approach things differently than we might have in the past, or consider new opportunities for ourselves. All of these things can be choices just like the one you made to spend time here. So we're going to talk a lot about that today on the Leadership Gym Podcast. Before we do that, I want to ask you, what if you had a more fully accountable team around you? What if you knew how to make your team show up in a fully accountable way? Sometimes we just wish our team would. I wish my team was more accountable. I wish they cared about the business the way I do, cared about the outcomes as much as I do, thought about work the way I do, and then we just get frustrated because they don't. But what if you had tools and a process to help others around you steadily and consistently increase their ownership over their effort, their engagement, and their results? Well, soon we're going to be bringing a leadership course to you that will help you build a culture of accountability on your team and let that culture drive incredible success. You can get on the wait list for it right now at leadershipgym.com forward slash accountability. If you've ever felt like you just show up and solve problems all day, put out fires all day, do other people's work for them all day, fix their mistakes all day, if you ever feel that way, it's time to stop feeling that way. You can learn how to change that for good and build your own fully accountable 
dream team. Leadership is fun when you have that kind of team with you. Go to leadershipgym.com forward slash accountability right after this podcast and get on the list. We will be opening the doors soon for this online course, and it will help you create a very different future for you and for your team. Okay, let's dive into our conversation around thoughts you have and thoughts you choose. I was working with an executive just recently, and she said something like, well, I tend to be my worst critic, and I beat myself up if I miss a goal or fall short of my expectations. That is not unusual. Lots of the leaders that I get to work with would describe themselves similarly. And I said something to her like, well, what other possible thoughts could you have about your performance at those times that would be different than the ones you typically have? This started a really interesting discussion for us, and it often does. I end up having this kind of conversation with a lot of leaders, and I thought I would bring part of it here to us today. There are leaders out there that want to get to the next level, but feel like some of their thinking is in their own way. For us to examine that or explore it or consider things to do differently because of it, we need to know that there are two kinds of thoughts. Ones that we have and ones that we choose. Now, this episode aligns a little bit with our last episode on kinds of focus and where we choose to put it. So if you want to dive deeper into this choice concept about where we spend our time, how we spend our time, you can do that on the last episode, the one just previous to this one. So it might be good to go back and listen to that too after you finish this one. But here's the key as we think about thoughts. Every thought, every one that we have, every thought that we have is one that just entered our mind with seemingly no effort on our part. Or it's one that we deliberately decided to explore. Those are the two buckets. I don't know of any other kind of thought other than ones that come to us or ones that we choose to have. Sometimes we'll have thoughts that are triggered by outside things, like listening to a podcast or talking with a friend or reading a book or an email or a text, any sort of external thoughts from others that cause us to think things. And at that point, we think about things related to what we're spending that time on or what we're reading or what we're hearing or what we are exploring from others. But often, what's really happening in those moments is we're thinking the same things about that subject that we've always thought about that subject. We are usually recirculating old Thoughts, no matter the context. Let's say someone brings up a subject schools, or taxes, or movies, or politics, God forbid, or leadership, or food, or pizza. And yes, I know pizza is food, but you can have a lot of different pizza thoughts where, like, ham sandwiches might inspire less wide ranging conversations. Pizza is something that people can be passionate about, and there's a lot of opinions about it, so it falls into this category very well. What normally happens is that no matter what the subject is, politics or pizza, we recirculate thoughts that we've already had on those subjects. We will likely have almost the same thoughts 
that we've had at some point in our past about any of those things. So if someone says, hey, I love deep dish pizza, you will have the same thoughts you've always had about deep dish pizza. It might be, yeah, I love it too, or ooh, all that dough, or whatever you have believed in the past is what will show up for you right there. With no effort, it is highly unlikely that you will think in that moment with no effort, you know what, I've always hated deep dish pizza but I really need to rethink that and consider it again. I'm going to try this weekend and see if I can find some new, interesting, or useful things about deep dish pizza that I've just been missing out on. That is a rare thought for you to have. You would have to choose that thought. It's probably not just going to show up for you. Here's another example. Let's say that in this podcast episode that you're listening to right now, I say to you, you should consider taking at least an hour a week to explore new ways to lead others and continue to work on the craft of leadership. Let's say I said that to you. You will say, if you are like most people, in your head, right, dude, I don't have an extra hour a week. Where am I going to get that kind of time? Do you even know how busy I am? Immediately, those thoughts will show up for you, or it's likely that they might for most of you without you doing anything at all. Like, I don't have an hour a week. Are you crazy? You're just sitting there behind a microphone telling me what I should do. You don't know what my life is like. I don't have an hour a week. Now, if that's a common thought for you, you will likely have that thought. If you're one of those people, and there's a lot of us out there, I know I have them myself, but if that's a common thought, you'll likely have it no matter what I ask you to make more time for. Your predominant thought will be, I don't have enough time. Your predominant belief is the fact that you don't have enough time, or at least that's the fact as you see it. And so you will apply it to all things that require time. You have repeated the thought in your head that you do not have enough time so often that it has become a belief. Beliefs are simply thoughts we repeated enough to ourselves. That's it. Beliefs are simply thoughts that we have said so many times that we believe them more deeply than just a occurring thought level. We think they are just universal truths in the universe. They aren't, but it's difficult to convince us that they aren't. And so we hang on to them, we defend them, we deflect people that say they're not true. Okay, those things are thoughts we have without trying. We've simply repeated them enough that they are habits in our brain, which is kind of another name for beliefs in that sense of things. Keep in mind, these are not necessarily truth. They are not facts. They are not reality. They are often not proven. They are not anything but repeated thoughts. Let's not confuse thoughts with facts. That doesn't mean some of the things we think aren't also factual. It does mean that the way we treat thoughts in our head is if they're all true simply because we had them as thoughts. That's kind of what we do as humans. If I believe a certain thing and I've thought it enough, then it is definitely true for me. Whether it's true in the universe or in the world or not, it is true for me. And so we live our lives according to things we have decided are true about our lives. But what I want you to take away here is that the reason we feel like they are true for our lives is often 
simply because we've said them to ourselves over and over. That doesn't make them necessarily our best thoughts. It makes them our most repeated thoughts. Thoughts can be things that we just made up based on some set of experiences, opinions, or repetition that's accidental that we had. And so, many of them can't even be provable. They're simply opinions that we've turned into beliefs. They are no different than the order in which we brush our teeth in our morning routine. It's not right or wrong or proven or anything, but we still do it that way every single time, regardless if it's our best way of doing it, our most efficient way of doing it, our highest quality way of doing it or not. And we're not likely to change that. That does not mean that we don't have some thoughts that are attached to stronger, deeper beliefs that, that we hold or are more attached to. But it does mean that many of our thoughts are not truths at all. They're just our current set of truths from our perspective. And we will defend them as if they are true, but that does not make them true. So back to the executive I was working with. Let's bring it back to that example and, and talk about that situation a little bit. When she was critical of herself, was it true that she made some errors in her work? Probably. Was it true that she did some really valuable work? Probably. Both things could be true. Which one does she believe is more true? The one she's focusing on, the, the repeated thought. That may or may not be the one that's most true. It is simply the one she believes is most true. Okay, so there are thoughts that we have, and most of our involuntary thoughts are things we've thought before and repeated enough that they're simply prevalent things for us, prevalent beliefs for us. Then there are this whole other set of thoughts, ones we might not have predominantly repeated, but we choose them because they serve us well or help us move forward. Let's say that you hear 10 people talk about a show they're watching on TV, and this happens a lot around me. You hear people talking about the series they're binging on Netflix, and for a moment I think, wow, I'm kind of missing out. I should probably watch that show, right? That's a new thought for me. I've never thought before. I didn't have a naturally occurring thought that I should go watch more Netflix, but in that situation, I'm having that thought, right? You may have had it a few times, but you certainly haven't been repeating that kind of thought for years. It required a little bit of conscious effort to get to it. It didn't just live in your mind without you actively thinking it. Let's say your kid lashes out at you during a little bit of an argument and says, you never listen to me. And you begin to think, I really do want to be a parent who listens to my kid. They need that. That's more of a chosen thought. Let's say you decide to research a new place you want to live, or you want to take up journaling because you think it might be helpful for you. Chosen thoughts. We have to understand that these are the things we are picking to think with a little bit of conscious effort. It's only a little bit. But you will notice the difference between thoughts that intrude upon you and thoughts you explore because you choose them. Here's a little exercise I want you to try. Do this right now. Think about this for just a second. What thought, if you're multitasking, come back as I say this. I want you to be here for this. Okay, I'll start again. What thoughts 
or beliefs, if I had them, would help me achieve the life I want. Now just listen for a second to the answers that show up to that little bit of effort that you've put in. Using questions like this can cause you to choose thoughts that truly serve you rather than the ones that you've just been circulating for a while. That doesn't mean all of our circulating habitual thoughts are bad. They're not. The key is pick the ones we want. We might already have some we want, but we probably have others that could serve us better in some situations. We want to make sure we get a chance to explore those. So what if you thought, I need to spend more time with my family or people around me who support me? Sometimes your family is part of the same group that supports you and sometimes not, depending on who you are and how you feel about your family. But let's say you had that thought. Now, listen to that because you will hear, I can't do that. I can't take care of the job I have and the kids and the rest of the priorities in my life. And I can't do that and still spend more time with those people. Right? Those are not chosen thoughts. They're habit thoughts. You will regard them as truth, and they are not. And if you're not careful, you will dismiss the other thought that serves you well because the habitual thoughts just crowd it out immediately. They are oppositional thinking in some cases because we've taught ourselves to think oppositionally because of those beliefs. What you want to do when those kinds of thoughts show up for you is not fight with them or argue with them. Just allow them and move forward. We're not going to compete with the things we've been teaching ourselves to think for years. That's foolish. It'll wear us out. It'll exhaust us. And we will lose. Allow the thoughts. So the thought you choose is something like, okay, even with all those challenges and all the demands of the job and other things in my life, are there things I could do that would help me move in the direction of spending more time with people I love or people that support me? I'm going to use a question to say, what can I still do? Not refute the thought I've taught myself to think. Or what you could try is, hey, what else can I do that still might help me get there in spite of those things that are in my way? Chosen thoughts. As a leader, we could think, my team is not capable enough to do this work the way I want it done. Perfectly valid thought in some cases. Or we can think, if I can improve as a coach and a leader, I can help them get there or build a stronger team. Both of those thoughts can be true. Which one serves you best? We might think about something that we're challenged with. I don't know how to do this well. I'm worried I will fail. We've probably all had that thought at a time or two. We can also think, I've never done this before, but if I focus on learning and use my strengths, I can figure it out and succeed. Both of those thoughts can be true. Which one serves you? It can be as simple as this. It's a rainy, nasty day. Or, boy, I'm glad we're getting some rain. It's going to make everything green and beautiful. Do not confuse this with pessimism versus optimism. That makes us consider these thoughts as traits or characteristics. I'm a pessimist, and so I think this way. I'm an optimist, and so I think this way. That's dangerous for us because it takes choice off the table. 
These aren't characteristics. It's simply a choice about which thought we have in this moment. Think of it more as which thought do I want to have right now to live my best day? You get to choose. Do this work. Explore what thoughts you have. Explore what thoughts you want to have to live your best life or be your best leader, hopefully both, and become aware of the repetitive but not necessarily true thoughts you have that are interrupting that. Don't fight them. Allow them. And then focus on the one you choose to have. The choices you make will immediately affect the quality of your life and the quality of the lives around you. Choosing your thoughts will do that right away. You can achieve instant happiness right away by picking a different thought. Feels weird when it seems that simple. It's not easy. It's also not complex. It's worth doing. Look, if you spend time on your limitations, you get to keep them. And if you spend time on the possibilities, you get to explore them. If you like our conversations here, I hope, I hope that you'll give us a five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts and also leave us a review. Let people know what value you find here so that they can find it too. We simply want to help more people think about leadership, think about their opportunity to improve, to lead themselves more effectively. And that's what we do here. And we want more people to be able to take advantage of that if it serves them well. So have that thought. I'd like to leave a review here. Maybe someone will find it because I did and benefit from it because they did. I hope you'll leave us a review as well. Thanks very much for your time. Spend some time choosing the thoughts you want and choose the ones that will help you go make a difference. Mm -hmm.